Hey, thanks for checking out the Blake Fins podcast. Welcome back to another episode, and I am excited to be recording a solo episode today. Last few episodes have all been guests who've come on the podcast, and unfortunately, I've just not had the time to sit down and record a solo episode like I typically do each week. So hopefully we'll get back to doing that with some regularity. If you've never checked out this podcast before, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I know that there are hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of business-focused podcasts on Even if you're not someone who's particularly interested in business, there are so many podcasts to choose from. In fact, there are thousands more created every year that, uh, you know, are are many of which are incredibly valuable podcasts. And so absolutely, I appreciate you checking out the podcast, whether you know me personally or not, maybe you just stumbled across it. I hope that this podcast will give you some good advice today. In fact, If you don't know me, I run a business consulting company called Good Advice, and essentially what we do is we help businesses grow and scale. And the two ways that we do that to be able to grow and scale and make more money, uh, the first part is by developing an effective strategy around how you'll actually continue to grow your business. And then the second part is your people. If you're going to scale your business, eventually you understand that you cannot do it alone. And that takes managing people well and motivating them well and helping them grab on to the dream that is really whatever it is that caused you to jump into entrepreneurship and business ownership. It's that dream that you want other people to really jump on and be part of and believe in so that you can build something sustainable long term. So I put this podcast together almost a year ago. And really each week I bring on a guest and I talk about whatever their expertise is. I've had lots of really incredible episodes. Definitely check those out if you've never listened to the show before. But today, here's what I want to do today. I want to I want to talk about something that has just come up for me today. It's some advice that someone gave to me and it really pinged with me. And we it was a fellow salesperson and we were talking about... And if you've, never, if you've done any business at all in sales, you know that at some point, someone will tell you the statement or they'll give you the reply. You know, you'll, you'll put all your cards out on the table and they'll give you the reply, man, that sounds amazing. I just can't afford that right now. I just can't pay for that right now. And my friend and I, we were just talking about this and we were talking about, okay, you know, what do you, what do we say to that? You know, what do you tell someone who, well, I can't afford you. And, and really when someone tells this to you, they're doing it for one of two reasons. They're either first, they're saying it because they, they just don't, they, they're trying to let you down easy. They don't want to, they don't want to be rude. And so they're saying, oh man, I totally would. I just can't pay for it right now. But really what they're thinking is I see no value in this. I see no benefit to this. There's zero merit whatsoever. But rather than crush you, I'm going to say it's, you know, it's not you, it's me. I just can't, I can't pay for this right now. Other times, legitimately, they, they think they cannot pay for it. And this is not something that is necessarily anything wrong with them. In fact, I often talk to people around developing a strategy on being, being mindful with your cash flow and with your revenue and, you know, it's like the person who says, for example, I want to grow my business, so I'm going to dump all this money into advertising. Well, having myself dumped quite a bit of money into advertising, there's nothing wrong with ads, 
But many business owners will spend and waste tons of money in advertising, not realizing not realizing that they haven't created a well-defined offer, they haven't validated their market, what they're selling sounds exactly like with everybody else. And it becomes this money pit of frustration where they just lose tons and tons of money. And so in that situation, it's, hey, you can't afford this and you shouldn't, you shouldn't put money into this because you haven't figured out some foundational things about your business. And so I'm not even talking about that person today either. What I'm talking about today, it's this concept that now as I, after my conversation this morning, I've kind of just been formulating it in my head and it's, it's coming to terms with the pain of change. And as I started turning this topic over in my head, I, I thought to myself, I remembered the Tony Robbins quote, and I've quoted it a couple of times since then. And I, this might not even be the right quote, which it's funny how it's funny how we do that. We quote somebody and then we realize that's not even what they said. But the quote from Tony Robbins is basically how nothing will ever change in your life until the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of change. And I've kind of sat on that topic a little bit this afternoon and and thinking over it in my head on, you know, what is the pain of change? You know, what is, what's Tony Robbins talking about here? Because obviously there's, there's definitely, we have clarity on what the pain of staying the same is, right? It's like, okay, I'm out of shape. Maybe I'm overweight. Maybe I'm unhappy with how I spend my time. Uh, maybe I'm not as productive as I like. Maybe, you know, when we talk about, I mean, think about this. We have a whole series of topics. You could find any number of books on this. You could find any number of self-help books on this, any number of conferences on this, but all around the topic of work-life balance. So there's a multitude of people who understand the pain of my life is out of sync from how I want it to be. But beyond that, even beyond like the personal, there's the pain of I don't like my job. I'm unfulfilled with my job. The pain of my business is not, it's not where I want it to be. And what I envision for my business doesn't line up with my current reality, which is something I've thought for myself plenty of times. There's the pain of maybe an employee who's not working out, and I've known some very empathetically driven leaders who they don't want to let that person go, but then also the person just doesn't seem to be clicking and getting it. Or it's someone who, you know, we we don't have the money to rehire someone, and so we'll just suffer with this person on our team long term. And the reason for that is because the in those situations, the pain of staying the same it's less than the pain of change, or at least the associated pain of change. You know, this hurts right now, but I am okay with it. I'm okay with this pain. I'm okay with this discomfort, and I'm willing to suffer through it because I am, you know, I, it's, it's, I'd rather go through this hard, challenging pain than actually, you know, pay for a solution or change my schedule or throw my security up in the air. I mean, talking about you know, I, I, I've mentioned this on social media, but a friend of mine who, or a guy I was talking to who was miserable in his job, and I asked, well, how much longer are you going to stay in that job? What are you going to do about it? And he said, well, I think I'll stay here for five more years because that was part of his plan, I guess. And I thought, man, I can't imagine going through five years of that. And what's funny is 
we, we typically don't set aside the pain of staying the same and embrace the pain of change until we have this major pivotal moment that really forces us to, to do that, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you two stories for myself. Growing up, I was extremely sarcastic and I'm, I'm still very sarcastic today and I joke a lot and I, I usually I have to have my wife with me who I'll make some, car, some, some sarcastic remark and people, they don't really know if they should laugh yet and then my wife finally butts in and says, he's just kidding, he's joking, he's fine, please ignore him. And, uh, but when I was younger, my, what I thought was really great, which just made me not so great was I thought using my sarcasm to poke and prod at people was a really good thing. And so I'd be really at the time, I thought I was being really fun for people. I see now that I was actually just really mean and people were like, man, I really don't, I really don't like this person. Right. And so I remember I, in my early twenties, I planned this birthday party or rather a friend of mine planned a birthday party for me and we had invited all these people and long story short, no one showed up. And I thought, well, this kind of, this kind of sucks. No one's, <laughs> and then now it kind of sounds childish talking about it. No one came to my birthday party, but I asked my buddy who had planned it and I said, you know, what do you think? You know, that's, no one really came. And he said, you know, you're, I don't know. I mean, people kind of had better things to do, I guess, or they, you know, he wasn't trying to like rub my face in the dirt, but it was like this moment where suddenly I saw myself outside of myself and I realized, okay, I'm not funny. I'm just a jerk. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like the boss who's like, oh, I'm really focused. You know, I have high standards and it's like, no, you're a jerk and you're super micromanaging and controlling. And so I had this moment where I, I got outside of myself and realized, okay, I, I want this to change and I'm willing to embrace the difficulty of change because I don't like who I am right now. I had a similar experience just over a year ago when I made the decision to, I was working at this amazing firm and they continue to do incredible stuff locally, but I was working for this amazing firm and I had a great future there, but I went and served this client and it didn't go well. And it was basically, I was entrenched in corporate America and I got home and I sat on my back patio and I was looking out to my lawn and just kind of in the distance and I had this click in myself of, man, I'm 30 years old and I don't, I don't like who I am right now. I don't like where my life's going right now. I feel really unhappy and unfulfilled and just felt kind of lost in my direction. And so my wife and I, I mean, I was the breadwinner in the family. The job was great and man, so much opportunity there. And I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm going to quit. And, uh, you know, my wife eventually got pregnant and now I think it was my first week of running my business. I found out my wife was pregnant and, uh, yeah, it was like, okay, this is real now. This is serious. But, but see, I was willing to embrace, I'm okay with the loss of security. I'm okay with the loss of finances. I'm okay with, I mean, I remember I, I, I think it was like day two, I was wearing a ball cap in like gym shorts in like a t-shirt and was not looking, it looked like a slob basically. And I was out getting uh, a sandwich for myself and my wife. And I ran into an old business colleague and I, I it, it almost felt like, I felt like looking on their, at their face, they kind of not felt sorry for me, but it was kind of like, you know, I definitely wasn't looking prim and proper. <laughs> and, 
I, I just remember thinking like, man, my life is so different now compared to how it was even a week ago. But I was, I was willing to pay the price of all of that because I was addicted to the idea of changing my circumstances so that I no longer have this pain that I'm experiencing day in and day out. Uh, my wife, by the way, went on to miscarry and we had a really uh, challenging, a really challenging start to my business, I guess, you know, and, and, and so all this to say, change is incredibly painful. You know, it's not just like financial, it's not just, you know, loss of security. It's, it's your, you're rewiring sometimes how you see things. And I've realized that what keeps people sometimes, sometimes from embracing that change, it is a scarcity mindset and a fear-based mindset. Uh, you know, it, it would never work for me. I, I could never do that. Well, what if, you know, and then they play in worst case scenario, what if this happened for me? But what I've noticed as a trend in highly successful people is that highly successful people, they're obviously they're willing to fail, but they're, they're willing to embrace the pain of change. Because pain is how we, <laughs> is the, so this is the cliche, pain is how we grow. But really change is, it's how we move forward. You know, it's how, it's like the whole concept of what got you here won't get you there. We are constantly having to grow and evolve and develop ourselves as we take on new responsibility, as we take on new challenges. You know, it's, it's like, it's like you aren't working one muscle for the rest of your life. You work one muscle and you master something. And then as you engage in new responsibilities, it's it's like, oh yeah, now I have to develop myself differently, right? It's like my wife and I, I feel like, I feel like we've just now in the last couple of years gotten really good at marriage. And yet I now have to begin to develop a new muscle of fatherhood with a baby on the way. Right. And I have to, you know, it's like life never moves towards less responsibility. As we grow in our influence, we're always going to be taking on new challenges and new endeavors. And so that is why change is it's it's guaranteed it's going to happen, which means that the pain of change has to come as well. And and it's not to to look at it in a cynical way. It's not to think about it negatively like oh my gosh yeah like what do i even like this stinks like it is life just miserable now i, I think instead it's it, it's exciting right it's i'm going to embrace this and i'm going to change my thinking because even though there's a pain point here that comes from the process of growing whether that's a pain point in your wallet a pain point in a change or a, a change of even what your day even looks like there's an associated excitement and I think a fullness of knowing I'm growing as a person and I'm developing myself more and I'm becoming the person that I need to be. I think if you get nothing else out of this podcast, I want to challenge you to not stay the same and embrace the pain of, of the, the, the pain of change. You know, honestly, a lot of times our brain is it, it, naturally associates pain with bad. You know, you put your hand on a hot stove and it's like, ooh, that's not good. And I think the same thing is true about ourselves where when we experience discomfort, 
our natural tendency can be, ooh, I need to walk away from that. I need to step away from that. I need to get back to my comfort zone because pain is bad. Pain isn't bad. Pain is a good thing. It's a sign that we are growing and developing ourselves so that we can have greater influence long-term. The worst thing you could do with your life would be to avoid that pain and embrace staying the same. And it's kind of like, sometimes I talk to business owners who they're so unhappy with their circumstances, with their business, and literally every five or six months that I talk to them, nothing has changed. And they are being extremely passive and they're waiting for something to click when really nothing's going to click on its own. You have to be very mindful and active in creating the circumstances that you actually want out of your life. So if that's you, get off your rear and make it happen, right? Embrace the pain of change and embrace, man, embrace the process. Embrace the new fulfillment that comes from growing in who you are as an individual. Uh, I'm on this journey too, uh, so we can both be on it together. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, man, I would love to hear about it. Email me, Blake, at goodadvicecoaching.com, or you can follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Uh, as always, definitely continue to be looking for new episodes of the podcast. I am, I got to tell you, I am stoked about next week's episode. We got, we got Zach Messler on the podcast. It was one of my favorite interviews. It should be going live Monday or Tuesday of next week. You got to check it out. This dude is phenomenal. He's on fire. He's incredible. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for your support, and I'll catch you later. See ya.